Welcome to the Synergy Mindset Coaching Podcast. We are a community dedicated to daily personal growth, benefiting from the synergy of helping each other. We share interviews with people that have overcome obstacles, health practitioners, and speakers on mindset. I am your host and certified life coach, Gina Johnson. Today on the podcast, I begin with a question. Do you ever tire from hearing about how positive you should always be while juggling the demands that life brings each day? There is time for positivity, and there's also a reality that there are negative things that happen, and we must acknowledge, feel, and move from them, or should I say through them. And that is what Terry, podcast host of Mums Like That, nonprofit manager, wife, and mother, is here to share. We're going to deep dive into the life of a working mom, mindset, and how to be real in a world of pseudo-happiness. We learn about how to set a schedule at the beginning of each week, have grace when things go wrong, and all about self-care. And stay tuned at the end for a quick message. Without any further ado, please welcome Terry Fry to the show. Welcome to the show, Terry. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Well, we're so glad to spend our Monday with you. Could you start by telling everybody just a little bit about your life today so they can get to know you? Sounds great. So I'm Terry, as Gina mentioned, and I am a mom of two boys. I have two boys who are ages five and three, and I'm also a working mom, as you know, the title kind of goes. People apply that to moms, you know, you're either stay at home or working moms. Anyway, so I've actually been working with not-for-profits for the last eight years of my life. And in this capacity, I actually focus on a lot of leadership development um, as part of my job where I'm developing leaders and really focusing on the positive mindset because in the not-for-profit industry, the rejection is so high often that you really have to be in a positive mindset and know how to overcome through negativity and challenges on a daily basis in order to get to your goals. So that's just kind of a little bit about my work life. There's a lot more to it. But um, I actually have recently left my job as well. And I'm transitioning into uh, similar capacities with leadership and employee management, but in a different realm. And um, not much more to share on that yet, but more to come soon. Oh, so super exciting. I'm so excited to dive into what you came to share today. I listened to your podcast and I just love how real and vulnerable you are. And I'm really excited to see you bring that to Synergy. Yeah, yeah. No, I love I love my podcast. It's more of like a passion project for me. It's something I just like talking about in terms of motherhood and that they're just kind of bringing different mother perspectives together. So I'm so glad you actually found it great. So did you want me to dive into the topics? Let's dive in. All right. So today we're talking about positive mindset and really just kind of having a positive outlook and more of a on a practical perspective is what I really want to talk about. So I find there is a lot of conversation around being positive, being optimistic, and really not letting your energy dive down low. Mm -hmm. But you know what? The reality is that's not actually always possible. And when people are constantly giving tips on this positive mindset to be in a mental state where you're always optimistic and really converting that from an intrinsic feeling, it's not always possible. It's not always easy for people to just consistently think that way. Mm-hmm. There's got to be 
more substance to those words and that substance comes from practical usage. So that's something I really want to focus on. And when you're talking about positive mindset, is the first thing that comes to people's mind is, again, it goes to the mental state. But how do you connect that mental state to what's really going on practically so you can see what's in front of you, be able to absorb what you're doing, and be able to internalize and understand that, you know what, you are on the right track. You are on the track of improvement. And to me, that comes from something very simple and very practical is really writing down the things you're doing Mm -hmm. and really writing down your goals and looking at the things you're trying to achieve trying to understand why you're trying to achieve them and really just focusing on small daily goals, things that you can accomplish every single day. What are some things you can focus on uh, every single day that you can accomplish that makes you feel good, that makes you feel like you're getting somewhere? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I always t- tell this to people because people get lost in just being mentally positive, mm-hmm. but you have to connect that to a physical aspect. And that's something that's really critical to me in my daily life. And that's something I actually practice on a daily basis. And that starts from the weekend, creating a whole schedule for myself for every single day and outlining all the goals I'm trying to achieve in that day, in that week. Whether they're big goals or small goals, it doesn't matter. I put them all down. Mm -hmm. But I also tend to stay real with myself and I know my limitations in the day and I can understand that things are going to come up every single day that may not, you know, let me achieve the goals that I'd set out to achieve for the week. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That's okay. It's again, it's having that positive mental relationship with yourself, which allows you to be more practical with how your mindset is. And uh, for from that aspect, when I really talk to people, this is something that comes up every single day in my work life is how do you keep achieving and how do you f- keep feeling that you're growing? Mm-hmm. And again, it's really l- being able to evaluate what did I achieve today? What did I achieve this week? What did I fail in this week? How can I improve the things I did this week for next week? Mm-hmm. And I say this is we can't just always evaluate all the good things we've achieved. We also have to look at the negatives because it's those negatives that allow us to see that, hey, there's other areas we can improve on. And that's one thing people like to always ignore is, you know, just get over your negative, get over your failure, just move on from that. But it's not as simple as that as that because those failures actually teach you so much more. Mm-hmm. that you know you can't actually just focus on the positive only you have to look at the negatives as well yeah so do you have any questions i just I, I can relate to what you're saying right now because my failure this week was that i was not mindful at all the whole week and my kids sure let me know and the person i interviewed just before you today was talking about uh, self care with moms and she said that yeah. when you're not doing a good job with your self-care, it costs your mindfulness with your family. Yeah. You know what? That's so important. And um, I, I know you were listening to one of the episodes that people really loved. It was, you know, the balancing your life. And yeah. we talk about self-care and that too. And that's so critical mm-hmm. because I strongly feel, and this is something that I've had to experience and, and gone through the negative stuff as well to realize that about myself is having that positive relationship with myself 
has been so critical in my ability to improve, in my ability to give back to my family, my husband, my kids, and the people around me. And and that comes from practice too. Mm -hmm. It comes from understanding that you are going to fail and you're going to succeed. You're going to have setbacks, but you'll also take steps that are going to get you ahead. Mm -hmm. And it's going to all happen. You can't just have wins only because those wins are not going to teach you everything you need to learn in order to live your life to the fullest, in order to grow. And you have to fail at times to be able to grow. And I think that's something people don't like to focus on, but you have to. And that actually helps you build a positive relationship with yourself. Because even through your failures, you can look at them and take away things that you did do well and have the ability to Mm self-reflect and understand what did you do that caused you to fail and how you can improve on it later. Because if you can't self-reflect, if you can't understand the part you're playing in your own life, you'll never be able to be fully confident Because often you'll just be displacing the things that you're doing or the things that are going wrong in your life on other people. Mm -hmm. But it takes a confident person to be able to look at yourself and say, you know what, this is something I did wrong. And I could probably improve on it this way. I could probably, in hindsight, Mm -hmm. I could have done this task a lot better. And again, all of this comes from being able to love yourself and having a great relationship and self-care, not just getting your nails done, not just a glass of wine, but really internalizing what do I need? What am I lacking in life to be able to give myself more? Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that's lacking a lot. Yeah. And what you're sharing is something I use in life coaching. So you're empowering people to be able to self-coach and not need someone to walk them through these steps. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, like self-care also means just being able to recognize that sometimes you just need to hurt. Sometimes you just need to dwell a little bit on what's happened that is causing you to not succeed. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are moments where I feel where, you know, right now when I'm transitioning in my work role, I have been so successful at my job. I've been a leader. I've I've been known to lead with vulnerability and known to be a collaborative leader, known to be a leader who empowers other to do better. And after I've been at my workplace for almost a decade. So after eight years, I'm leaving. And one of my biggest fears is what if I've peaked? Mm -hmm. What if this was it? What if I'll never do better? What if this is it and I'm done after this? And I actually had this conversation with a peer of mine and she said to me that, Terry, the fact that you're thinking this way means that you actually will not fail, that you have not peaked. Because those who don't think consider these things, those people who are probably going to fail are not even thinking about the the what ifs the failures that they could face. It shows that you actually care. And because you care so much, you will not allow that to happen to yourself. So that was really powerful for me to hear because I did feel like I I constantly have that fear. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That fear also allows me to focus on, okay, this is a fear, but the fear is in my head. And if I just keep dwelling on the what ifs, I'll never know the tr- the answer. If I hold myself back because of the what ifs, 
I won't be able to succeed. And the only thing I can do is prove myself wrong and focus on all the things I can achieve. But still be afraid. It's okay to be afraid. But as long as I keep pushing myself, that's the key. And that's what my focus is now, right now, and for in the next phase of my life as I venture on to my new adventure, that I will not allow myself to fail, but I will understand that setbacks will happen. Mm-hmm. And those setbacks will actually allow me to reflect on what I'm doing in order for me to keep growing and keep improving. Mm, I love that mindset. Oh, thank you. So that's something I live by every single day. But there is also another piece to it, and a lot of people don't like to acknowledge it, is again, as I was mentioning, just kind of taking a little step back and just being miserable, allowing yourself to be a little miserable, allowing yourself to hurt, allowing yourself to kind of fail, Mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to just dwell on the things that have happened that don't make you feel so good. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is, Often you'll often things happen in your life you don't have control over and um, you things that just kind of set you back. You know, you're trying to grow, you're trying to get to from point A to point B and you're just trying to move up and some things happen and they set you back. So what's the first thing people say? It's okay. Just move on. Yeah. You know what? Let's focus. Let's focus on being, you know, positive. We're going to be positive. We're going to move on. We're going to, you're <laughs> going to, we're going to accomplish these goals. That's the first thing people focus on. Mm-hmm. But you know what you're doing? And that way you're not allowing yourself to get closure on what really happened. So sometimes it's like going through a breakup right? You can't just move on from one relationship into another without kind of letting yourself heal. And the healing process also requires you to hurt a little bit. So, you know, while everybody is talking about being positive, the message I really want to send out to everybody is that the positive mindset also comes from acknowledging that the negative exists Mm -hmm. and it exists in all of us. We're humans. We're designed to feel all sorts of feelings. If we couldn't feel feelings in all ranges, like from one end to the other, we're not going to become whole. We're not going to grow up whole. We're not going to have that holistic experience to be able to give us tools to be successful in whatever we're doing, whether it's in our personal life or our professional life. And Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to feel the pain, allowing yourself to go through that breakup, and go through that phase where you do dwell on yourself a little bit. And I'm not saying do this for months, but I'm saying (laughs) take a day. You had a bad interview and you didn't get the job. Don't set out that day looking for the next job. Don't, don't, Don't force yourself to get in the mindset because what you're doing is you're looking for the next job. You're just finding negatives in that job. Mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. this is I don't like this and actually this happened to uh, a niece of my niece and she's in her 20s she had this interview recently where she it was a dream job she really wanted it and she didn't get it so that day no matter what anybody told her she just poked holes in everything and she just found negatives in everything mm-hmm. so her current job she just kept finding negatives the next job she could apply it to she found negatives in that the in- other interview she had coming in that uh, coming the her way she found negatives in that and that's the cycle she kept doing so mm-hmm. she's not going to succeed because she's just focusing on the negatives mm-hmm. even though people are shoving the positive down her throat so i had a talk with her and i said listen you needed a day off today 
you need to give yourself some grace and just think about the negatives. Today, I want you to just focus on throwing yourself a pity party. Poor you. You did not you did not get the job that you applied for. This was your dream job. You did not get it. Go out. Maybe have a drink. Maybe just spend some time with your friends. Maybe just watch some movies or just complain about it. Complain about the interview. Today, you get to give yourself grace to focus on all the negative mm-hmm. because you really wanted this. And tomorrow, tomorrow you can start focusing on the positive again. Because right now you're not capable of looking at the positives, even though everybody's painting this picture for you, no matter what motivational speech comes in front of you, you're not going to look at the positives because your mindset is still in what happened today. What happened today was you did not get the job that you wanted. Yeah, yeah. I've even seen this in my own life and I really think what you're sharing is so valuable because this stuff follows you for years and years and years. If you don't feel it, one day it's going to come out when you're not expecting it. Absolutely. And that's why we have to allow ourselves to have closure no matter what big or small the event is and just kind of be throw yourself a pity party. Be miserable if you want to, but -hmm. not for too long. (laughs) You have to also learn to find ways to cope. But acknowledge that today I'm just having a moment. This is not my day. This is not my week. And I'll do better next time. But I really need to be able to kind of just dwell on these things. And sometimes what it does, it helps you see get clarity. Because if you're able to do that and even self-reflect, because self-reflection is so key for growth, for you to understand what part you play in things, how you're accountable to yourself and others. I think if you're able to do a combination of these things, every single day it actually helps you grow more than you realize now what do you think gets in people's way of doing this why do you think that people are so scared to feel to grieve or to allow this process to unfold because everybody's focused on the end picture so most people are focused on the destination not the journey Mm -hmm. that requires you to get to that Mm -hmm. so when you're looking at the light at the end of the tunnel you're focused on getting there and sometimes you get stuck on the fact that the light is so far Mm -hmm. how am I ever going to get there but nobody takes 500 steps in one day you got to step start with one step yeah and if if people just allow themselves to live more in the moment, and I actually used to do that a lot. Like, you know, just last year, my husband and I were going through some financial hardships and I kept focusing on the future. Oh my God, how are we going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. How? And I just was so focused on what's going to happen, you know, seven years from now, 10 years from now, saving for our kids' education. Are we going to be able to save enough money? Mm-hmm. Would we have enough to cover all their OSAP? was so focused on that that I just forgot to stop taking everything one day at a time and I've gone through different experiences and I've got a chance to travel with my work and see some charitable work that some of our charity partners were doing and what I realized and just through all my experiences that nothing is permanent everything is temporary Mm -hmm. no matter what you're going through it's temporary and you don't know the end but you know yourself today And if you just focus on the things that you can control today and have a plan, you're going to be okay. But also give yourself grace to understand that every time the plan won't go accordingly, that you'll have to tweak it. Mm -hmm. And that's okay too. But it's just kind of living in the moment and going with the flow, but at the same time, just understanding what the picture could look like and just being flexible with it. 
I love it. You also never know who you're going to meet. So you could just meet that one person and your whole life changes direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. It definitely does happen. And you never know when it's that, that's going to happen, which is a beauty. You get to learn about it as you go. That's really where I stand with the positive mindset. I'm not just about always being positive. I am about being negative as well. I'm, I'm about learning that from the negatives, I can learn so much too. And you know what, just surrounding yourself with people as well that encourage that, that also allow you to just kind of breathe through those negative moments. And, and they're not always pushing success down your throat. They're not always pushing this positivity and telling you not to think about the negative, mm-hmm. because you need to be able to just kind of dwell on it. And that's like something that's so I'm so big on. Because I think if you don't get closure with what's happening in your life or what, you know, things that are bothering you, you'll never be able to move past them. And as you said, they, they come up. One day they'll all erupt. Yeah. And I mean, you're a mom. What happens if you tell your kids not to do something? They're going to do it a hundred times. <laughs> so if you're telling someone, right? don't think about that negative thought, then yeah. you're just making them think more about it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I hate that. I hate that when people say, just stop thinking about it. I can't. Like, I'm I'm physically not capable of think, not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all humans. We're, we're designed to make mistakes and we're designed to think. And like, there, all those emotions exist enough for enough. Sorry. All those emotions exist enough in us, sorry, I can't say that, (laughs) in us for a reason. Yes. And so why are we trying to fight the different ranges of emotions that we're supposed to feel? Because they make us whole. We have to be able to feel all of those things. And, you know, like I'm talking a lot about the psychological piece. And I also mentioned earlier on about writing things down. So you're probably wondering, how do you kind of pull all of this together? So I always say to people, when you're writing things down, when you are just kind of writing down all your goals and checking off things you're accomplishing, but at the same time, allowing yourself the mental grace to go with the flow, change your plan should it need to change, Mm -hmm. be okay if you can't accomplish everything and allow yourself to still have, you know, those negative moments, you can actually look back back at your planner for the week or the month or whatever. And then you can start counting down all the things. Okay. So you know what? I had a setback, but I accomplished this. I finished the task, these many tasks this week. I, you know, got the things I needed to get done and I didn't do them all well, but I actually got everything done. Mm -hmm. Or if you didn't get everything done, at least you got a few things done and you still have the next day, next week to tackle other things. Yeah. And that applies to your home life too. You were tackling a big project. You want to start cleaning a room that's just become a disaster. That's okay. Start. If you didn't finish it this week, that's okay. You've got next week to do it. Mm-hmm. You can keep growing. If you've got a high idea to start a side hustle and you're struggling to get all the things, you know, closed off to yeah. really started, that's okay. Nobody said you have to do it today. You control your timeline, so you can change your timeline. If something happens, that's okay. You can change that. You get to decide how things unfold. The only things that you can't control is the what the world is throwing at you. But you can control your actions, you can control your reactions, and you can control how you're going to do things based on what the world is throwing at you. That's really where I stand with that. There's a lot I, I can say on this topic. I feel like you can talk about this topic 
in day in day out and it can never end but that's what really i've got but if you've got questions i'd love to be able to expand more on those i really love how you connected that this works for your home and work life because uh as you said on your podcast whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a working mom all of them come with their challenges their pros and their cons (laughs) yeah and we have such a community of all of those. So I I really believe whatever personal work you do in one area of your life, it's going to flow into all of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why just having such a positive relationship with yourself, and that's something I really talk about in one of my episodes, is really critical. Because if you can build a strong and confident relationship with yourself, you actually build that ability to acknowledge that things are going to go wrong and that you're not always going to be successful because you you know where you stand. You know how good you are in certain areas. You know where you need in others mm-hmm. areas and you're not insecure about acknowledging when you're failing or, you know, just having a bad day. You're not insecure about, you know, things that, you know, you probably could work on because you know what they are and you can proudly own them. And you also know you're not perfect. So, You can't just get rid of all your flaws right away, but those flaws (laughs) also add character. You can work on those, you know, but you can't get rid of all of them. Absolutely. So as we're coming into an ending, I'd love to ask you if you could share one of your favorite books with us. Okay. So right now, the book I've been reading is called Never Split the Difference. And it's basically the art on negotiation. And it's really negotiating with different people in your life. And um, it's it's more of a business book where you really learn how to be able to talk to different people and negotiate to a terms that work out really well for you, but at the same time does not make the other person feel that they were cheated on. So they still feel confident in the way the negotiation went. So that's one book and the other one that I'm absolutely in love with is called The Birth Order and I'm halfway through the book and it's so fantastic isn't it yeah it's so good it's so good and and uh, for those of you who are listening who haven't read it it doesn't matter what walk of life you come from this (laughs) is the perfect book to pick up and understand why you are the way you are and why are the people around you the way they are, whether it's coworkers, whether it's people in your personal life, whether you have kids and you're trying to understand why they are the way they are. And what that book really does is really kind of focuses on the psychology behind someone who is a first child, second child, third child, only child, and, and you know, a mixed blended family as well, like if there's more than three kids. And just the way we're being raised, it really breaks down the psychology and why people act the specific way based on the different experiences that they've had based on their birth order and how that shapes them. So it's incredible. I've been reading it because of I want to understand my oldest child because I'm not the oldest child. So that's why I picked it up. Oh, okay. Good for you for having that insight. I was the oldest yeah. child and I just found like <sighs> reading that explained so much. <laughs> Doesn't it? Doesn't it make you feel good when you were like, we realized that all the presidents and leaders and whatnot have been the first child? <laughs> I know. And you know what? I grew up and I was always told that I was too bossy and too this and too that. And I just read the book and it was like, ah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I'm bossy. Well, guess what? I may be leading this country soon. <laughs> <laughs> but with politics the way they are today, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you can lead something else. 
you're leaving this podcast so oh yeah podcasts are fine as you talk about people starting side hustles i recommend a podcast you meet the most interesting people oh my god that's so true yeah for sure (laughs) (laughs) for sure i think that's how i got into podcasts just by listening to this so much really yeah, it's just like, you know, when I started listening to podcasts, I realized, oh, my God, like this is so great. This is something I want to do. And everybody actually told me you should start a podcast. I just didn't know what. And it's I realized by talking to other moms that how therapeutic it felt to be able to just kind of talk about your feelings in a very safe place. And that's how my podcast came into being. Oh, that's so awesome. And that leads me to my next question of what's your favorite podcast, Terry? Oh, besides mine? Yes. Um, okay, so very different topic, but I love the Serial podcast. Oh, yes. Um, I think it's so great. I think that's one of the first podcasts I ever listened to, and that really got me into podcasts. I just love how it's laid out, how it tries to solve a mystery or, like, you know, a, a crime. And I love how unbiased she stays throughout everything. So, that's something I absolutely love. That's one of my favorite podcasts. I also love the Gold Digger Bot podcast by Jenna Kutcher. I think she's just so fantastic. There's just so many tools that she parts with in her podcast that allow you to work on your side hustles, get in, get inspired and feel motivated to work on your side hustles or whatever you're starting. Or even if it's like a social media business, she just kind of covers a lot of those topics from a business focus. So I really enjoy that as well. Oh, fantastic. I'll check that one out. And for the Synergy community listening, if you're running, driving, I will link everything in the show notes at SynergyMindsetCoaching.com, Terry Fry, and that's T-E-R-R-I. Terry, we thank you so much for being here today. And I'd just like to ask you to leave where people can connect with you and any parting guidance that you might like to share. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. And I can't wait to actually listen to all your other episodes because I feel like the topic you're hitting for all those listening is just so fantastic. And there's so much that you're offering. So definitely keep listening to yours. And for mine, um, mine is called Mom Like That Podcast. And I normally hang out most on Instagram. So you can just find me on Instagram.com slash Mom Like That Podcast. It's just mom like that podcast and uh, I post the links to my show from there as well and I'm also available on all major podcasting platforms so you can definitely find my podcast through anything else and the last thing I just want to say to everybody who's listening is that you know even through all the advice that you get through this show and uh, just don't feel like everything applies to you because everything can't apply to you you cannot be you cannot do everything someone else is suggesting because it's just that it's their unique experiences that tailor that for people. So if you find that what you're getting from this episode is not going to work for you, don't dwell on that either. You it's good to take some pieces away and apply it to your life and customize it for your unique self. And if you get bogged down on just trying to take everything and applying everything to your own life, you will just set yourself up for misery because we're all different people and we're all unique and therefore we can't all live this life the same way. Welcome back. I hope that you found that interview as inspiring as I did. If you like listening to interviews on mindset, please subscribe to the podcast 
so that you will get new ones delivered automatically to your phone or wherever you listen to. And all the show notes are at SynergyMindsetCoaching.com. We have an email list you can subscribe to and a Facebook community where you can receive all the new podcasts as they come and also opt in for our daily personal growth share on Facebook Live. Thanks so much for listening and see you all next week.